On today's show, we explore a few of the more important considerations for building a modern, holistic, and personalized retirement plan. We'll also offer a checklist to help you along the way. All that right after this. And now, Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Wealth Health Radio. I'm Steve Sadal. Joe Murphy is here. Joe, an investment advisor representative with Murphy Wealth Management. More than 20 years uh, helping folks getting to and through retirement. And uh, hey, Joe, what's going on? Well, Steve, we're out of the, the crazy cold that we had up here in the Midwest. And uh, Oof, now it's yeah. a little bit of melt, some ice. So it's always fun um, with the weather around here. You never know what to expect, especially with that big lake we have up here. Sometimes it pushes the weather. Sometimes it pulls it in. But right now, just trucking through the the winter season and and uh, duke uh, beat your uh, beat your pit this week well they well duke beat the doors office a couple weeks ago and then we right, went into yep we went into cameron with all the crazies and uh, my guy blake hinson put on a show and we ended, managed to beat them though they were a little bit shorthanded but i consider us a little shorthanded so it was a fun game and uh, very interesting so thanks for bringing right. that up you know i love it always fun oh, yeah. gonna be an interesting march madness i think it always is i never get it right but it's always fun to play uh, Right. No, but it's fun to try. Exactly right. Yeah. And then did you hear, I, I guess, uh, DeSantis um, bowed out of the, the yes. race. So interesting. And I, I almost feel like calling him up and being like, hey, Ron, you know, you mind sending like, you know, 20, 30 degrees up here to Chicago? <laughs> you know, what do you think the juice would be on that on that deal? But, oh, yeah. you know, glad to glad to see uh, glad to see DeSantis is going back to govern. And I think he's done a pretty decent job with Florida. So fun stuff ahead. And I know it's always exciting. The geopolitical landscape is wild right now. So lots of stuff affecting the markets. And uh, we got our eyes to the ground and trying to figure out what happens next. All right. So uh, you, you got my you, you wet my appetite a little bit. You talk about building a modern, holistic, personalized retirement plan and a checklist. I like the checklist. Um, so let's let's just dig into it. And, and uh, so on this checklist, there's a there's many. I don't know why there must be 20, I suppose, uh, things. So determine what is enough for retirement. Yeah. We're talking it, about money, right? Yeah, we're talking about money like savings. And I think this is really good. And just to, to backpedal a little bit on this. I love checklists. I, I am one of those people, Steve, that having it in front of me and saying, X that off, it's done, it feels so good. And especially as a guidebook for someone that is trying to do this on their own and they're making sure that they don't leave any stones uncovered, that they've looked and researched, a checklist can be very valuable. So I think this is a really good segment to cover because it's we're going to talk about the generalities of what you really need to hit on. And if you're saying, whoa, 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 I never considered any of that, then you might have a decision to make. Do I want to hire someone to help me through this? Or am I going to dig in, crack open those books or get on that internet and start the research? Wow. Um, yeah. That first, yeah. yeah, that first one you brought up, determining what is enough for retirement and how do you come up with that calculation? You've spent decades saving this money, but when is enough? You know, for some people, it's never enough. But for a lot of people, what you want to do is you want to make sure that the amount that you have saved is going to fuel you through retirement. And that could be 10 years, that could be 20 years, that could be 30 years. So there's different things that we need to look at. But when when enough is enough, you really need to understand a couple other things on this checklist so you can get this one. This is probably going to be a later checklist. Say, so you know what? I covered what my life cost me. I know my budget. I know that I have enough. And that's that magic number that once you hit it, you know you can retire off into the sunset and never sweat it. I like it. And so uh, as the, the list continues, so we determine what is enough and we know what that is. And uh, I mean, what you've saved and where it is, I guess where it is is more important than, I mean, I guess we not have to know what, but I think most, most of us have an idea. Most of us have an idea, but it's very it's a very good idea to do something called inventory your accounts. And you want to separate them by tax label so you know exactly what is the taxation when it comes to distributing your funds. Is it tax deferred and it's going to be coming out as ordinary income? Or do you have more favorable capital gains on taxable accounts um, or even tax-free with that beautiful Roth or HSA? So these are the things that you really want to establish because remember, Steve, the order 
that you take money and from which account it really matters. So you have to inventory those accounts so you know the tax label, you know how that income is going to be treated in retirement, and you know the order in which you should start drawing down. Should you take from your IRA up front? Should you take from your Roth? That is something that we want to go through with each and every of our clients. And if you're doing it at home yourself, this is really, really important. You don't want to drain an account that could negatively affect you long term because it's the most accessible. This is a custom uh, this is a custom plan for each client and it's all dependent on how they have saved. I mean when, when it comes time to you know look at retirement and we maybe the 401k, when do we think about moving that over? Well, separation from service. We have a lot of we have some clients that, you know, they're they're working and maybe they're, you know, fifty-five plus and their plan may have uh, what's called an in-service distribution where even though you're still employed and you're working, you can take the lump sum or the bulk of your retirement assets and move them to your own personalized personalized IRA. And why would you want to do that? Um, for a lot of people, especially savvy investors, they know with that IRA, Steve, they have access to a multitude of different investments from U.S. treasuries to CDs to bonds, municipal bonds to stocks, options if you want to insure or you want to get a little crazy. There's a multitude of options inside an IRA where a 401k or a workplace plan like a 403b, you're limited really to those mutual funds. And maybe that's been been great now, but a lot of people, they want that ability to really diversify or maximize the potential gains by getting a little more aggressive with single securities as opposed to mutual funds. So I think that's really important when you should do it. Again, it's a circumstance that will determine is say, hey, this 401k is really costing a lot of money. You're going to save a lot in fees by moving this to an IRA. Plus, we really like this company. Now we can gain access to it in an IRA as opposed to that workplace plan. And then the, the Social Security discussion comes into play. Oh, well, this is a biggie. Now, this is probably a segment on its own, but everyone <laughs> out there that is considering retirement really needs to get well-versed in how Social Security um, income, number one, is treated and when to elect. That's the big question. We're very fortunate here that my wife and partner is also a certified Social Security analyst, and we have really good software. But some of the things that we like to consider with our clients is not only the dollar amount, but how it may affect the spouse. Um, electing early may be, you know, up to a 30% reduction of overall benefits. Does that make sense? In some cases, I have to say, yes, maybe longevity isn't in the client's future. Maybe mom and dad passed away, or maybe they have an illness. Um, then it makes sense for them to get that money in their pocket. But every person's going to be a little bit different based on FR age, based on potential longevity, and based on other assets. So really, maximizing Social Security is one of the most critical parts of retirement planning. For a lot of people, Steve, it represents a large portion of income. Spend a little time understanding the basics of Social Security and how you will be affected is all determined on when you elect. So take time with this. And if you have questions, we're here to answer those. Exactly. And, and again, those are the kinds of things that, that just make sense to, to, to talk with someone like you, you know, independent fiduciary and, and all of that. To talk about Social Security because it is such a big decision, and and I'm so glad that you're there to help, you know, assist. Yeah, and you look, that's what we do. We're educators, Steve. So, you right. know, I don't have all the answers. There's situations that come into our office where I'm like, you know what, we really need to research that. Maybe I need to reach out to other professionals. Maybe it's a something that I don't have complete expertise in, but we have those connections established. And what I always tell my clients is, if I don't know it, I'm going to find it, <laughs> and we will find yes, it exactly. for sure. And mm -hmm. it helps to be educated. It helps to understand what the rules are. You know, going into retirement without a plan or really understanding that is trying to play, like Steve, if you and I played a board game and I knew all the rules, I knew the board, I knew the pieces, I knew how it worked and you didn't know anything, I'm probably outside of some beginner's luck. I'm probably going to wipe the floor with you just because of that alone. So understanding the rules and how they apply to you and how to take advantage of those rules for your situation is the name of the game. That's what we do, and that's what you want to do if you're doing this on your own. And when we talk about uh, health care, because that's a big part of our discussion as well, um, talk about HSAs um, and how is that? How can that really impact our, our health care 
well, really our healthcare bills. HSAs are beautiful, beautiful vehicles. They're another tax-free uh, vehicle as long as that cash is used for designated expenses. And we have a big list. Um, I haven't posted the updated list online, but we'll probably do that here in the next couple of weeks so you know what qualifying expenses will qualify tax-free in your HSA. But an awesome sidecar to a retirement plan because it acts as another layer of insulation. You never know when a health event's going to rise its ugly head in your life or your family family's life, helping to be protected and having that extra account that is 100% tax-free, Steve. I've seen it over the years and over the decades save people's bacon because they've had those accounts. Or for some people, you know, you get to get really cool stuff out of there. You can find some fun stuff on that list, you know, that you can't get covered with regular insurance. So now you have the cash, it's growing, and you don't just have to put it into a CD or a fixed account. They actually now have HSBAs, which you can actually invest your money into equities, into bonds to get more growth or potential growth um, with that HSA cash. So a lot of options. We love when clients have them. If you have an opportunity to invest in an HSA and you're not, you're not taking advantage of that triple compounding interest and that tax-free, tax-free, tax-free status. Do it if you have options. And if you need an education, that's what we're here to do. And why don't you give us a call right now and set a time to sit down with Joe and and have that conversation? Yeah, I think it's a good time, guys. And, you know, we're on this radio show and we're trying to educate and get word out there so we can strengthen our community. The more people that make better decisions, the stronger that we get. So if you have some burning questions, whether it is healthcare, near-term retirement, or whether it's maybe what are options, Joe, and should I add that into my portfolio? These are the discussions that we want to have. So for the next 10 callers, you're going to be connected to our friendly reception and they will schedule a 15-minute intro call with me, Joe Murphy, this fiduciary financial advisor that is in your ear right now. We're going to have a fun conversation and I guarantee you, you'll come out with more wisdom than when you took that call. So Steve, give our listeners that magic number. We're going to get to work and hopefully talk to a lot more listeners here on AM560. 800-930-5905. It is just that simple to get things started. And what will happen is you'll sit down with Joe and the team and get a financial roadmap put together. It's an excellent chance for you to get a true, practical financial review. If you've never done it before, there's no time like the present. Don't procrastinate another day. Simply call us right now, 800-930-5905. Ten callers right now. You get the comprehensive financial review that Joe just talked about. You can see where you are now. But more importantly, it does become that guide, that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-930-5905. Again, 800-930-5905. We are going to take a quick break. We're coming right back, though. Lots more to talk about here on Wealth Health Radio with Joe When we come back, we're going to continue to explore those important considerations for building that modern retirement plan. And here comes your checklist right after this. We're back on Wealth Health Radio. I'm Steve Siddall. Joe Murphy is here. Joe, of course, been helping folks for more than 20 years getting through to and through retirement. You'll find him at Murphy Wealth Management. He is an independent fiduciary, investment advisor representative, and again, mwmfinancial.tax is the website. That's mwmfinancial.tax. Tax and Joe, we're going through this checklist, and and uh, you know, it reminds me when I was a kid, right? And I don't know if you got if you collected baseball cards. A little bit, yeah. Not not a yeah, bit. I so, wasn't. I wasn't was crazy with a, it. It was always uh, it was always fun to get the checklists because then you really knew what you were looking for. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Kind of. I, I mean, you know, I, I like it was that. a scam to. to <laughs> buy more cards, but yeah. <laughs> Most things in life you find when you pull up the hood, you're like, oh man, I wish I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> that's <laughs> but right. that's all right. No, that's but, a that's a fun hobby. And I know we have a lot of clients that are into that. I have a big stamp collector um, as a client. And some of that stuff's fun to me. Like I love how people just, you know, they explore different avenues in life and they really go to the limits on some of these hobbies. And then they end up turning to be income producing because they're yeah. so good at it. People want to say, hey, how'd you do that and then they figure out and that's the way to create that hustle so you know for a lot of retirees easy way to turn that hobby into cash is to learn it inside out and maybe teach some others or find a way to monetize it that's fun stuff for me i really love that 
Absolutely. 800-930-5905 is the number. So we, we left off the list at, at HSAs. We talked about the benefits. Now we choose our health insurance. Now, is this pre or post or during Medicare? Well, that's a I great, guess it depends. Yeah, it, it does depend. And here's the, the big caveat for most uh, retirees is there's usually an age difference with couples. So maybe the husband hits 65, but the missus is not quite 65. Maybe she's 63. So we have a little bit of gap to figure out that coverage because you cannot go without it. It absolutely not with these prices at these hospitals and the medical expenses. You need to make sure that you have coverage. This is really, really important. You need that umbrella around you. And even if you don't go to the doctor a lot, you know, I'm 50 years old, so I do an annual physical um, as needed. I'll go to the doctor, but honestly, I try and avoid it if I can. I'll be, you know, perfectly sure. upfront with yeah, it. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, again, I think that's most of us. Yeah. And, and to me, a high deductible plan fits. Um, but as I get older, we definitely want more and more comprehensive insurance. And I think it's going to be when we do that intake and we figure out, you know, what the desire is, if there's any health issues, that's really going to determine what type of plan are you going to get? You know, marketplace, or are we looking at maybe Cobra extension um, for 18 months? Those are the options that we really want to make sure that we have studied and that we understand the pros and cons of each because you cannot go forward without good coverage. It's just way waiting for something to happen. It is indeed. And one of the other things, too, we, we want to have income in retirement. And one way to do that is uh, with an annuity. And that is really a, a rock-solid way to do it, in my opinion. Well, Steve, I, I think so. You know, we were talking at the very first part of that that checklist is determining what is enough. Like, where is right. your savings level enough? You know, ballparking how much income you can get off your savings is fairly, you, generally, it's very simple to do. And we use that 4% because it is, it's a, it's a guideline to kind of determine. So you want to take the overall value of your retirement plans and your savings, and you want to get 4% of that. And then you're going to divide that by 12. You're going to add your permanent income. And that's going to be social security for some lucky uh, employees out there, retirees, you might have a pension. Um, and if you don't, you might be looking at it in annuity. Um, because we talked about sequence risk, we talked about the volatility and the risk that it means to stay in the market when you're drawing money out. And if you're dependent on an investment account for retirement income, you have to be a little bit cautious here. But if you add all those up, and you understand and you've done a budget and you know what your life costs you, um, you can see, it, it, do I have enough? Do, have I saved enough? Is this going to generate the type of income that I need? This is where, Steve, and you bring up annuities, this is where annuities can come in and create a lifeline because instead of 4% of the account balance that they're paying out in lifetime income, it may be more like 7 to 9 to 11% of the account value distributed every single year. So you have an opportunity to band-aid. So if you do your math here and you do your general ballpark and you're like, I'm like 3% short here. The annuity might be the perfect fit and take all that risk out of the picture and give you that guaranteed lifetime income coupled with social security. You're in great shape going forward. You know exactly what you're going to be income wise. And no matter what outside forces affect the market, it should not have an impact on your retirement. And that feels good. It does, Joe. Uh, folks, if that appeals to you, 800-930-5905. Don't hesitate to give us a call right now. Um, so reviewing our budget and our spending plan, one in the same, essentially. Yeah, and that's that's a, that's a huge one. You know, what does your life cost you? What are your essential expenses? What are your wants and your needs? You know, you need to break those down. You have to do a big analysis or a comprehensive analysis. This is important on what your life costs you. And if you can't determine that, you're going to have a real heck of a time making sure that you have enough in retirement to last. Because if you don't know what you're spending, it's hard to say, yes, I have enough or no, I don't. This is something you absolutely want to diagnose. You want to dissect and make sure that you understand exactly where your cash is going and what you're going to need to fuel you, not for a couple years, but for 10, 15, 20, maybe even 30 years. This is where math comes in. And math is undefeated when it comes to retirement income planning, especially when you're using these absolutes like social security and annuities. We know exactly per penny what's going to be coming in. That really helps take out any of the risks or any of the potential threats that investment accounts can carry. Okay. And uh, we, you know, we talked about this before. We talk about it, I think, every week is uh, the Roth conversions. And, and where does that come into play in terms of planning? 
Well, it can it can for clients that have amassed um, the lion's share of their savings in these pre-tax workplace plans like 401ks. Um, you have to understand that when you start distributing that money, it's going to come out as ordinary income. And that means that it's going to be based on your overall tax rate. That's how much you're going to be paying Uncle Sam. And depending what state you live in, Illinois, you're not going to have to really worry about it. But Indiana, you're going to have to pay state taxes as well. These are the things that we really want to make sure that our clients understand up front and understand the ins and outs before they make a big move, Steve. This is all something that we, we talk about that retirement red zone. So important to have that runway before that big day. You don't want to just get a light bulb in your head saying, you know what, I'm sick of work, I'm retiring, I'm pretty sure I'm good. That could be a recipe for disaster. So understanding what you can and can't do specifically with Roth conversions, because they are broadcast in bright lights everywhere you look. If you look up Roth conversions, you're going to see 500 different articles telling you it's a good idea. But is it? We talked last week about a break-even point. You really need to do the math on that Roth conversion to make sure that it's suitable for you because you need a little runway. If you're paying those taxes from an outside account, you're going to need some growth and some time to at least break even on that transaction. So close to retirement, it may not make sense for you, depending on how much income you're going to be pulling. We love Roths. It's my absolute favorite account because it's tax-free. However, a conversion, taking that pre-tax money, paying taxes, and putting it into that Roth for tax-free growth, depending on your time horizon, it may or may not make sense. Depending on your situation, that's what we want to diagnose. Sure. And uh, so as we as we look at this, then we start looking at all of our accounts. Maybe it's a 401k, an IRA, or brokerage account, all of that. We got to figure out how we're going to spend that money. And there is is an art form to that, fortunately, that is you. Yes, and the withdrawal strategy matters, and that's why we specialize in retirement income planning, specifically maxing out the retirement income. So you want to know what you can get in. You know, do you have a cost of living on some of these accounts? For investment accounts, the answer is probably no. You need appreciation of the asset values to really make an awesome income. Some years are going to be fantastic, but other years might not be so great. And if you're pulling money during those not so great years, you're not going to be coming up to the same level because you've had to sell shares. So there is pros and cons to every strategy. What I really look for, Steve, with my clients is balance. I don't want all my eggs in one basket, whether it is investments, whether it is annuities, whether it is uh, an alternate income generator like dividends. We want to make sure that we have overall balance. So if one thing gets taken out or jeopardized, we know that we can rely on the others. That is very, very important to have absolute so you can walk into this phase of your life with confidence. Balance. I like when you say that it, it, because it does sort of bring it all into perspective in, in terms of what we need and, and what we've done to reach this point. Yeah. And I think a lot of this, it's common sense. You know, it feels good to see, all right, yeah, th this makes a lot of sense. You know, I'm protected from a lot of these threats that may take down people that all the eggs in one basket. I love diversifying. I believe it as an insulator. Um, you know, not every time in history is diversification protected, but it sure helps. You know, if you have all your assets, in, in one sector or one industry, say tech. You know, tech was an absolute rip roar and it still is. But just say you're relying on that account and you're sitting in, you know, Google, Amazon, and some of the mega cap tech stocks and it takes a drop. You know, that could really jeopardize your future. And sure. you have to think about that. And that's why balance comes into play because you can have alternate sources of income that don't rely on an outside force like market returns to create your retirement income. Ooh, I like that. I like the way that sounds. And uh, so let's talk about asset allocation and, and adjusting that to make sure that it's still in our favor. Yeah. And we were just talking about tech heavy. You know, asset yes. allocation right. is more balanced, Steve. It's making sure the sectors and industries that you are allocated to make sense. You know, maybe commodities probably isn't the best thing to ride through retirement because of the volatility. It's a cyclical sector. So identify, do I need to have this much risk? Should I be in this type of sector? You know, some of the sectors that we're looking at are, are cyclicals. You know, banks right now off the floor a little bit. It's fun stuff. So when we're looking at our trading accounts on the investment side, we're always buying weakness and selling strength. So we're constantly cycling and making sure our clients are exposed to potential upside by buying that weakness. You can do the same thing, but you really have to pay attention to how you are allocated. And you should review that quarterly. When you're doing your rebalancing, look at your asset allocation 
allocation. Make sure it hasn't gotten out of whack because maybe one sector took off and maybe one went down. Now you're completely out of whack and your risk tolerance, you're assuming more risk than you anticipated. That's how bad things can happen. So keep a close eye on that asset allocation. Remember to diversify and always remember to review. Holy cow, that went fast, Joe. We need to take a quick break. I'm sorry, I'm getting I'm getting wordy today. So you guys know the drill by now. Next 10 callers, we're gonna do that intro call with me and I'm gonna answer your burning questions. We don't have any type of schedule. We can just absolutely talk what you need answers to. And I know there's a lot of questions out there with volatility, with retirement planning, whatever you have up your sleeve and you really wanna know, this is your time to call. Steve, give them that magic number and we will get to work. It is my pleasure, 800-930-5905. That's the goal of the show right here is to help you make the best decisions for you. It's what we've been going through this checklist, what it's all about. So if that's prompted questions, well, give Joe a call and he'll be happy to discuss your own situation right there. 800-930-5905, 800-930-5905. One more break and we're coming back with more on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. When we come back, we're going to continue that checklist to make sure that you have everything you need for a successful retirement right after this. We're back on Wealth Health Radio. I'm Steve Siddall. Joe Murphy is here, and Joe's been helping folks for more than 20 years. And, you know, when because we've been doing this show now, I mean, you've got over 100 shows in. I mean, more than that. I mean, it's like 120 or something. I mean, so, you know, there's quite a there's quite a collection out there. And, and, and again, obviously, people are liking what they're hearing from you, Joe. Well, it's so appreciated. And you know what? I'm, I'm definitely a talker. I've been, you know, basically presenting with clients my whole entire life. So hopefully I've developed some community communication skills over the time. And, and I appreciate everyone out there listening to this little show. You know, we're a family-owned firm. We're not some huge conglomerate out here. You know, we we really want relationships. You know, we really want to know what makes our clients tick, what they're after. And I think you can really only do that with a smaller scale. So we don't take mm-hmm. on everyone. We don't take on every client. We want to make sure that we can have a positive impact, Steve, on their life and on their retirement. I know if it was me sitting in the other shoes, you know, and I'm about to trust someone to steward me through a very, you know, uncertain time. I want to know I have a relationship with that person. I want to know I can trust them. I want to know I can depend on them. And I always tell our clients, I don't expect you to trust me up front. I expect to earn that trust through communication, through hard work. That's the way I've always been. And that's the way we will always be. And if we ever get to a point, Steve, that I can't provide that kind of service, that's when we're going to cut it down. And we'll probably just do the radio show for education. But for right now, we're still growing and we're handling. And that's a fun part to be in. I love adding new clients to this firm because it's new relationships, new stories, new fun things to get into, new goals to accomplish. I love that part of this business. Oh, man, me too. I mean, just getting uh, because, you know, I talk to advisors all over, Joe, and, and I do feel the energy, the excitement. I mean, you know, from an education standpoint, yes, that I mean, that becomes paramount. But at the same time, it, it is exciting. And, and I I get happy for you because you get to retire all these people. I do. I get to retire three or four times a day. And, you know, you always <laughs> have to look at what what is the motive here? You know, what is the person's motive? And for me, it's always been education. That is my first and foremost. I want my clients um, to understand understand enough of the situation to be able like, you know what, this makes sense to me. I don't want to present something that is so confusing and so convoluted that no one can make heads or tails of it. Someone just trust me. I want my clients to have a clear, concise, and transparent explanation as to the why. Why are we doing something? Why this makes sense? And when you start dealing with people and customers in that fashion, you start seeing more and more communication. You start developing that trust. And again, I'm able to do this as a family-owned firm. We're able to do this because of our size. You know, a lot of brokers can't do that because they're seeing 50 people a day. How can I you know. spend that any time really hammering out a solution if all you're doing is seeing new people? To me, you know, it's just not the way to do it. But, you know, for others, they make it work. And everyone teach their own. I don't have anything against them. It's just we do it a little bit differently. 
800-930-5905 if you'd like to get started. And uh, so we're going to continue this checklist. So we're talking about long-term care insurance, LTCI. Um, and again, that's to me, that's not even a factor anymore. Am I right in saying that? I mean, I know it's a possibility, but there are other ways to do it. There are absolutely other ways to do it. Look, long-term care insurance is very expensive. You really need to understand what you're purchasing before you push that button because some of them are going to have elimination periods. Um, some of them may have limits. And, you know, we've seen LTC policies come in here and a client may think they're fully insured and the benefit is only $2,300 a month. Well, if they're in a long-term care facility and the cost is $12,000 a month, they're running a little bit short there. So mm-hmm. a lot of those those policies, there's no uh, rate locks, which means you're going to have increase when you can least afford it. So you really need to make sure you understand how your insurance policy works. And if adding it makes sense, we like to kill two birds with one stone. I love using life insurance with a long-term care rider. It really helps insulate the other accounts without that crazy premium that could increase or, or you know, obviously price yourself out of owning that insurance when you need it the most. So to sure. me, permanent policies make sense. Um, nothing out there is going to be all end all because of the crazy expense. But if you can help protect your other accounts for the misses or the mister, if God forbid you need to go into a facility, that's where the insurance or asset-based long-term care plans make sense. Absolutely. And folks, if you want to get a, get learn more, 800-930-5905. Um, so I like this. Change your 529 beneficiaries to your grandkids. So again, as a parent, maybe you started a 529 yeah. for your kids. Maybe they didn't use it. Yeah. And you know what? Now 2024, we got that 35 grand lifetime into the Roth for the beneficiary. And I like that. Yeah. 10 grand to student loans. So a couple real good reasons to take a look at that 529 if it's unused and say, hey, I got some stuff I can do with this. And getting that money into Roth for the beneficiary, huge deal. So Secure Act 2.0, thank you very much. And how important is it to pay off the mortgage? I think it depends when you took it out. You know, if you're sitting okay, at a, yeah, sure. an interest rate that's lower than we have now, that's good debt to have. That's cheap money. You can't go out there and get that kind of loan. So you want to price that into the budget if possible. Now everyone's a little bit different. So you want to make sure that you run the numbers and make it make sense. But rule of thumb is going to be, you know, if you're at 3% or less, it's not going to make a lot of sense for you sure. to pay off that mortgage. Okay. And uh, that gets into estate planning. And I know you have relationships with estate planning attorneys. Uh, we've talked to several of them here on the show. Absolutely. Look, it's look, it's the final wealth transfer phase. You want to make sure it's done right. I don't want to leave it up to some judge that I don't know. <laughs> I just, you know, that doesn't make any sense. So no. it's an opportunity to record your wishes and have them executed the way that you want, have assets protected, have them moved it the way that you want. You know, do you want to be resuscitated? Do you have someone that you love and trust that can take care and make those decisions? decisions when you're unable. This is all estate planning is, wealth transfer and making sure your wishes are carried out exactly the way that you want them. And uh, so that that takes us into upgrading a car or home maintenance, uh, which kind of moves into considered downsizing. Those two things, I mean, again, those are big decisions that we have to make. They, they are, but you know what? Maybe this time is, uh, you know what? I think I want a Corvette. You know, I might want to upgrade the car and downside the ha- downsize the house. We sure. have that. You know, those things happen. They're, they're, they're situations that we deal with. And you know what? As long as it makes sense and the money's there, why not? You live once sometimes. And if you save very well, why not have a little bit of fun? So we don't mind that stuff. We just need to make sure it's going to make sense with the numbers and then go from there. Sure. And uh, again, um, consider downsizing, yes, and review the legacy plan or, or your will. That, again, ties into estate planning. It does. And I kind of covered that in the earlier yes. one when we were talking about estate planning because I consider it all about the same. The documentation that goes along with estate planning, I consider almost mandatory. And clients sure. that come in there, we want to make sure that they have those documents in force. And the last two, we've got RMDs and taxable income and strategies. I mean, RMDs, I think taxes, because we got to pay the taxes, um, you know, and other taxable income. That's, that's again, 
part of the plan. Yeah, and I like the have your cake and eat it too with the RMDs. And you know, a lot of those annuities, they match up well with pre-tax money and they have enhanced death benefits. So maybe that guarantees 5% compounding on the death benefit. So you're taking your RMD, Steve, and your death benefit is growing at a compounding rate. So you're getting the RMDs, draining the cash out. And then when you pass away, hopefully that 5%, at least for the first 10 years, is going to cover those RMDs that you're taking out. Have your cake and eat it too. There's so many different options, but you want to make sure if you have pre-tax cash that you've planned for RMDs. Sure. And uh, again, so let's talk about this. There was a... um Bitcoin was a big deal, and and uh, J.P. Morgan, of course, uh, weighed in, um, and uh, we're not J.P. Morgan, but Jamie Dimon, who is chairman at J.P. Morgan. Whew. I don't know where I got that. Um, anyway, so let's talk about that. What uh, what what's your take? Um, you know what? I'm a big fan of Jamie Dimon. Maybe not as a as a human because I don't know him, but I right. really like as a bank. I mean, the guy's pretty phenomenal with what he talks about. And look, you know, we were talking about this on the show. Um, I don't remember exactly when, but I bet if I went back and listened, ETFs. Um, may not be the trigger that we all thought it was going to be. We, everyone out there, all the Bitcoin fanatics thought as soon as those ETFs release, the general public's going to pour money. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. ETF might end up being a doomsday for Bitcoin. So we'll see what happens. It's about 20% down from the high. Um, sure. Cryptos are very volatile, guys. So retirement asset, probably not. But fun speculative, you know, those coins can be interesting. So we'll see what happens with Bitcoin. I'm curious. But, you know, we'll see. I think Trump said no digital currency. We'll see Mm -hmm. who gets in office and if we have a central bank digital currency in the next four years. Well, let's listen to a a piece from here. He's talking about the economy and, and believe it or not, Trump. But when people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump and they think they're voting and they're basically scapegoating them that you are like him. Uh, And but I don't think they're voting for Trump because his family values. If you look, just take a step back, be honest. He was kind of right about NATO. Kind of right about immigration. He grew the economy quite well. Tax reform worked. Mm-hmm. He, and I don't like how he said things about Mexico. I don't like. But he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues. And that's why they're voting for him. And, and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up here, you should, have, you should always ask the why. Not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting right. Trump. You're not supporting Trump. Why are you supporting Trump? It's hard to Trump? hate 75 million of your fellow Americans. And it's, I, I agree. It's done quite and, you know, the it. Democrats have done a pretty good job with the deplorables, not- hugging onto their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really? Like, can we just stop that stuff and actually grow up and treat other people with respect and listen to them a little bit? Jimmy, and, and I do think the economy will affect. And I think this, this negative talk about MAGA is going to hurt Biden's election campaign. What do you think? Wow. Okay, I wasn't expecting that from Mr. Diamond. I think that's the most candid that I've ever heard him. Um, So very interesting. And and, and look, you know, there's division in this country and unfortunately affects political affects the market. So we have to pay attention to this stuff. But, you know, as a human being, I think he's right. You know, all this finger pointing back and forth is ridiculous. It's not productive. And, you know, I think that we do need to join together as a community and figure out what's right. But, you know, to me, the leadership that's here and right now in the perma Washington, that's part of the problem. So I'm hoping for a change. You know, I think most Americans are. And whether that comes in the form of whatever or whoever is president, what I can hope for is that we have unity again in this country. And that will help make sure that we can get through whatever we're going to face together instead of the finger pointing. That's what drives me nuts, Steve. I agree. Very, I very agree. cool. Very cool soundbite. And, you know, Jamie Dimon was also talking about um, the Fed. And he had made a comment earlier about the Federal Reserve is that, you know, look, we don't know if they've over tightened. Remember, they waited a long time to start hiking interest rates, maybe waited too long. And did they over tighten? Did they raise rates too fast? We still don't know. And what we have to consider as investment advisors, Steve, is how long is this runway? You know, Janet Yellen's talking about a soft landing, of course, but how long is this runway until we hit a recession? Will we avoid a recession? This is one of the most 
most uncertain times that we've seen. Although equities and markets are moving up, look at the Chinese market. You know, now they're setting up a fund to start buying stocks. You know, we're looking at other world markets, maybe aren't performing as well as the U.S. markets. How long will this last? This is questions that we don't know answers to. And when there's uncertainty, we want to make sure that accounts that are going to be dependent for income are not subjected to all the craziness. Absolutely. And Joe, that on that note, we're going to have to wrap up this segment. We absolutely will, guys. And you guys know the drill by now. Next 10 callers into the show, you'll be connected with our friendly reception to set up that 15-minute phone call with me. And there is no agenda to this call. There's no obligation. What we want to do is see what is your burning question. What questions do you have for me? That's the conversation that I want to have on your terms, not on mine. Next 10 callers, Steve, give them that number and we will get to work. 800-930-5905. That is the number, folks. And really, the goal of the show has always been to help you make the best decision along the way. So if you have questions about what we're talking about today, maybe how it applies in your own situation, give Joe a call. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. We're going to take one more break and come back with another segment here on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. Another week and another round of questions from our listeners. We'll answer as many as we can when we come right back. back on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm Steve Siddall, and uh, this has been a really fun show, Joe. We covered so much ground, and, and we just heard from Jamie Dimon. That was, an, that was an incredible clip. I really enjoyed it. Very candid, very, and, and like I said, not we were talking off air, not finger-pointing, you know, not just right. taking a side and, and using it to enrage people, actually making common-sense points, and I was just like, wow. So if you get an opportunity, listen to that whole interview. He really goes into a lot of what's going on economically, quantitative tightening, what he feels, you know, will we have a recession? To me, the key indicator on the recession, Steve, and I think for a lot of analysts and advisors, is going to be the job market. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the employment numbers that we've been seeing, the next quarter we're seeing big revisions. So the numbers that are actually being reported may not be the actual numbers. So there's a lot of opaqueness here. And, you know, Wall Street, if one thing, you know, again, you look under the hood, you might not like what you see. So we have to take it with a grain of salt. But that's why we always caution our retirement clients that if we have an account that we have earmarked for income, although I love the upside, right? I want to get the upside because it's going to mean a better retirement for my client. However, if things go south and that account is fueling their life, um, I'm not a very good investment advisor. And that's really where annuities enter in because it creates that absolute. It takes that pressure off because it is a vehicle that still does have potential market upside. With one big difference, Steve, there is no risk. I like the no risk part because that, you know, you just, that doesn't happen very often. And and again, the fact that you can do that is, is, uh, you know, it's just good for all of us. Yeah. And pretty cool. And, you know, I get a lot of questions on, you know, how are they doing this? What are they doing? You know, they obviously actuarial, they have formulas, um, Mm -hmm. but in general terms, they're using straddle options. You know, they're covering the top and covering the bottom and the client enjoys the middle. So it's a nice little situation that they have going on. And these aren't brand new. You know, these have been around for decades. They're just at the highest rates they've ever been. We've ever seen them. I've never seen these kind of rates before on these annuities and the payout. So it is definitely a good time if you are interested in generating retirement income or you just want a safe place as opposed to bonds right now with all the yield volatility. This is a great place because they have short-term, mid-term, long-term types of annuities, all with that same type of growth. Some even have laddered strategies inside them, Steve. They become really, really cool. But again, you need to be able to explain it. So I won't sell these things. I won't place these things unless my client can say it back to me. That's so important to me that they not only stand the why, but they know how these things work because they're not for everyone. There's pros and cons to any type of investment, any type of premium that you put into something. You want to know exactly how it works, what potential pros are, what potential cons are. That's the information that we arm our clients so they can make a decision. Folks, give Joe a call. You can find out 800-930-5905. All right, let's jump into a couple of questions here while we have some time. 
Uh, first up is Mark. He says, how do I find a way to invest that doesn't make me as overwhelmed as the markets have been over the last year and a half, but still walk away with a good return and feeling of security? Oh, Mark, that's a great question. We were just talking about maybe looking at some of those uh, growth annuities. This might right. be a good fit, depending on your time. Um, the The lowest schedule that I've seen on these is like five years. So if you're going to need near-term cash within five years, um, then we probably want to use like a laddered strategy. It doesn't mean you have to steer away from equities. You just don't want to go all in. So that balance can be hedged with U.S. Treasuries, with money markets this time. You know, the, the seven-day yield on some of these money Money markets is, you know, 5.3, 5.6 I've seen. You know, that's absolutely huge. But the thing with money markets, when you see that seven-day yield, remember, that's not what it's going to guarantee return you. That's its performance over the last seven days multiplied by 365. So that seven-day yield can be misleading for a lot of people. You want to look at the overall track record. And if you look at some of the money markets over a five-year return, they're averaging like 1.2. It's not a long-term solution but it is a great place to park right now while you're making a decision or you're using it as a little bit of a hedge. All right, I like that. Mark, give us a call, 800-930-5905, and set, set up a time to talk with, with Joe. Uh, Brad has a question. He says, I'm 67 years old and retired. I recently inherited $50,000 from a relative. I'm not interested in investing in the stock market. What are some other options to invest. Uh, We're on to something here. Yeah, real, real estate is a good one. Annuities are a good one. Um, if you're definitely not into to stocks, and that's that's fine, um, real estate's probably going to offer the, the best alternate growth um, out there. You know, prices are high right now. They may come down. An opportunity might be barking down your door. And if you're not comfortable investing in real estate with any of the upkeep or anything like that, you can use DSTs, where basically you buy commercial property, pooled investment, and you enjoy some of those returns, plus potential appreciation of that property. So whether it's Walgreens, McDonald's, however you want to do it, um, you can actually pick those properties. So definitely lots of options out there outside of equities to try and grow your money. Um, it just whatever is going to be the best fit for you, Brad. Gosh, I, you know, again, you were, what you just laid out there, I mean, boy, that's worth having a conversation about. Well, yeah, I think so. You know, you talk about, I mean, you talk about some of these big companies and, and how you can sort of share in that. I like that idea. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you just got to understand what's out there. And that's, again, where it boils down to relationship and education. You know, you always, you want a guy that knows. You know, I got a guy yes. that knows. You know, I got a guy that knows. A lot of my clients, they got a guy that knows. And again, I don't know every option, but... I'm knee deep in this stuff. You know, I understand it. I've been around it. And although I don't have all the answers, I have a lot of connections. And if one thing isn't working, we can research to see if there's something else that may be a better fit. Okay. 800-930-5905. Brad, happy to uh, take your call. Uh, Janelle is wondering, does my employer's matching contribution count toward the maximum I can contribute to my 401k plan? Janelle, thank you so much for the question. And unfortunately, the answer is no. <laughs> easy question, easy answer. Sure. Um, Margo, uh, Margo says, I'm 65, not yet retired. I am considering purchasing an immediate annuity using all my funds in my 403B plan upon retirement. Now, would the annuity distribution satisfy the required minimum distributions? How will placing the entire amount in an annuity be taxed? How will the monthly payments be taxed? <laughs> oh, wow. This wow. is, yeah, Margo, this is a great question. I'm very curious why you're choosing an immediate annuity. And, and I'll get into that in a second, your questions. But for our radio listeners that may not be familiar with an immediate annuity, this is basically where you're giving a lump sum to the insurance company in exchange for payments over a period of time. A lot of the immediate annuities have a little uh, caveat that says, you know, if you, God forbid, pass away um, during the first like three years and you have what's called a five or a 10 year certain, the remainder of the payments will go to the beneficiary of your choice. But a lot of immediate annuities, if you just pick life only option, if you pass away in three days, that money's gone, poof. 
See you Oof. later. So there's a lot of risk there. That's why I don't like that. Um, I like the indexed annuities a little bit better because your asset value, your asset base can still grow when you're receiving income. It's not going to be as high as an immediate, but think about what you're giving up before you get into something like that, Margo. Um, now I'm going to answer your questions. Would the annuity distribution satisfy your RMDs immediately? As soon as you give that over, your RMDs are satisfied because you've exchanged that lump sum for payments. Um, how will placing that entire amount in the annuity be taxed? Um, you are going to do a tax-free transfer. The only taxes you're going to pay, Margo, is ordinary income tax rates on that distribution when you actually receive it. So you don't pay any on the transaction. You're just going to pay them when you actually start creating the payments on any gains or if it's qualified, actually it is, you're going to pay taxes on 100% ordinary income. Okay. And then last question for Margo. Uh, how will the monthly payments? I think we just covered that, Margo. So right. you're all good. You know that you're going to pay 100%. So if you get two grand, that two grand is going to go on your income tax statement, just like you earned it. And you're going to be paying ordinary income tax rates. Is it a bit of a red flag where she says she wants to put all the funds yes. in my 403B? Yes. And, and Margo, if you do get a chance to call me, it's a red flag that we really want to investigate. Is this something that's being sold to you? Um, or is this part of a greater plan? You know, are there other assets that you're going to have access to? Because giving all your money up in exchange for payments rarely makes sense. And there's all their options out there that can give you the best of both worlds. Uh, maybe at a little bit of a reduction, but giving that up up front, Steve, I'm just not a big fan. All right. Well, Margo, give us a call, 800-930-5905. Again, a, a fun week, a fun show. Good stuff, Joe. In fact, let's uh, wrap it up one more time. Yep, and this is for all our radio listeners out there on AM560, whether you're driving down the road or you're listening to it in your garage. You know, this is the time for you to ask those burning questions. Have that conversation. Take that first step. Next 10 callers into the show, you're going to be connected to our friendly reception. They're going to book that 15-minute intro call with me, Joe Murphy. Murphy, that fiduciary financial advisor that is in your ear right now. Steve, give our listeners that magic number and we'll get to work. 800-930-5905. It's just that simple. It's why we're giving you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances. Again, no cost, no obligation. Ten callers right now. You can find out how much risk you're taking. If there are any red flags, we just talked about that with Margo. Well, are there any red flags that could be a problem for you? Do you know how much you're paying in fees or commissions? How about potential tax liabilities? And of course, a lifetime retirement income plan that includes maximizing your Social Security benefits. If you want to take advantage of this complimentary review, simply pick up the phone and call us right now. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. Joe, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week. It goes by so quickly, and I love the information. Well, my guy, Steve, definitely fun, fun, fun. I hope everyone has a great week out there. And thank you to that special client that sent, Steve, I got a, I got a coffee mug with Fury's picture on it ah, nice. from one of our clients. It was so cute. So you know who you are. Thank you so much. It was an awesome, awesome present. Everyone have a great week. We'll talk again next week. content of this radio show is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any type of securities. Joe Murphy, MWM Advisory Group, and Murphy Wealth Management are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of the information provided in this radio show and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Joe Murphy and his guests as the date of this show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on the assumptions and actual results may vary from such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making any investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on the information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss from investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for a particular investor's financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.